and welcome to the next episode of the Four Generation of Friends podcast. I'm Jen. I'm Farron. I'm Susie. I'm Kimmy. And today we're going to talk about something that affects a lot of women and all of us here, and that is women in the workforce and how things have changed. And I think we'll just start by talking about kind of what our situation is now. Um, so I, I'll start. Yep. Um, I went to college to be a television news reporter. That didn't ever stick. So I actually went on to start a career in doing various other things and went into accounting at which time I worked for someone else and realized when my kids were born that I wanted more flexibility. So I thought I should start my own business. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking because that requires way more work than working for someone else. Uh, but in my years actually in the workforce, I, I learned a lot that we can talk about, I guess. So I have a uh, varied work history. If anybody knows me, they probably aren't surprised. Um, so initially when I had Stella, I stayed home and I did that for a couple of years. Um, and then I uh, was substitute teaching, didn't really know what I wanted to do. And in college, I had, owned a, or I had worked at a daycare center. So the manager from that center approached me about opening my own. So I opened a daycare center. Um, I had it for six years and I sold it with uh, 15 employees and 115 kids. And then I kind of flitted around wasn't sure what to do, went to work at a school uh, with kids that were behind in math and reading. Um, and then I took a job with a company doing marketing. I was the marketing assistant. The boss quit. I became the head of the print digital marketing. So I was coordinating with other marketing companies. And then recently, um, one of the marketing companies we worked with approached me about coming to work for them. And so I'm currently doing that. Well, that's a lot to follow, but um, I worked for years in different customer service jobs. I worked for the American Express company, I worked for a big trucking company, and then I worked for a Yellow Pages advertising agency. For those of you too young to know what Yellow Pages advertising is, see me later. And then when our oldest daughter was nine months old and we were expecting our second child, I quit that job and started the job that was really all I ever wanted to be, which was a stay-at-home mom to my kids, which is a great job. And I have been in customer service my entire life. So restaurant, restaurant, clothing, clothing, restaurant, ownership. I think one of the interesting things about women in the workforce is that we all think it's changed a lot when really it really hasn't. At least that's my opinion. When I left college, uh, you know, many years ago, I took a job as a in management at Best Buy, and I was one of actually the only uh, store managers in my district that was female. And it was always different because I was always just treated as one of the guys, which I was fine with because, you know, I always had guy friends. I had more guy friends than I had girlfriends. But there are things that those guys would say that, it, that they should not have said and definitely should not have said to me. And we took it and we accepted it and we didn't really think anything about it because that's the way it was. And I talk to people now and find out that the same things are going on and here we are, you know, 30 some years later. But did it change? So when we say it's changed, so maybe we say... I, I don't think it did. I think no, but point. I mean, but we're thinking, did it, did it change for the better? Did it change any for the better? Did it change for the worse? Well, I think that one of the things that has changed is that your women in higher level positions have increased. I mean, I think that, you know, there's the this year's Forbes uh, list or Fortune 500 list of top executives. The number one is a female, which that wouldn't have happened many, many years ago. Yeah. 
what did that woman have to do and sacrifice to get to that position? But what what <laughs> behaviors did she have to accept that she shouldn't have had to accept? Right. That's yeah. true. Good point. That's true. I mean, you know, I feel like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, as far as I have been in, I feel like more so inequality in pay in oh, my experience, sure. you know, like in just, let's just take restaurant, for example. I know going into the restaurant industry, people, the guys were definitely paid more than I was paid. And I don't, I'm not really sure for what reason, because I feel like I was way more qualified. I remember at one of my jobs and I was 22 years old and got put in as an acting general manager and they hired in um, an assistant manager under me at a higher rate than I was paid. And I about lost my shit. I mean, I didn't about, I did lose my shit. And so I think that that's, you know, and that was 20 years ago, you know, I mean, like who does that kind of stuff? And you know what their, you know what their reasoning to me was you agreed at, to, to work for the salary that you're working at. And they're absolutely right. That is what I agreed to work for. And you know how, and so when I tell people, you know, they're like, oh, maybe I should work for more money. Then say what you want to work for. I think that's where women go down is that they, they don't say I'm going to, you know, if you want to make $50,000 a year, why are you not saying I want to make $70,000 a year? You know? And if you say, okay, because, you we, settle under, because on, we undervalue ourselves. Right. And if you say, well, and if you settle on 50,000 a year and somebody gets hired in at 60, that's what they settled for. You know, I mean, is it right? No. Should there be a level of hierarchy? I mean, should you come in? I mean, can you imagine um, a subordinate coming in, let's say a person right out of college coming in and making more than you at 20 years experience? I mean, that'd be kind of shitty. I don't know what you do on that. I, I do have one situation doesn't um, relate to pay, but when I sort of tra transitioned out of customer service and was doing some sales and some management and I was going to go on a business trip with my boss with his boss and my boss said to me don't you dare act subservient to him you're a valued employee be you and the first morning we're at a breakfast buffet in our hotel and I got up to get coffee and I saw that my boss's boss's cup was empty. So I brought him a cup of coffee. And my boss later said, don't be doing that. Mm. You're acting like a subordinate and act like a man. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? If I were on a business trip with a guy, and I mean, I always had other men with me. I mean, I went on a lot of business trips with men because there weren't a lot of women. And, you know, I was the CFO of the company. But they would bring me a glass of coffee. So I... I I think it's, it's a, it's a mentality. And I think a lot of women would think that I need to do this because of whatever, but, but maybe you just thought I'm going to be think, nice. And I think I need to do it because that, those classes, are good. Those are good manners. I would never get up from a table to get myself something without saying, does anybody need anything? Yeah. That, that's absolutely right. I, I think that one of the things that happens though is women, but I think we completely undervalue ourselves. And I, I am not guilty of this because I have always put out there what I wanted. You know, I went, took a job, my first job as a CFO, and I'm like, here's what I want to be paid. And they're like, well, this is what we're going to pay. I'm like, well, then you're not going to get me. 
right? It's either worth it to you or not to pay. And I can tell you what I can do for you. And it's going to, you're going to accept that or you're not. But a lot of women don't do that. A lot of women very self-confident woman. And you know, a lot of the, the issues that I had working or when I didn't have a job that I was being paid for was that I didn't have the self-confidence to say, I quit my job that I liked and that I was fairly successful at because my priority was being at home and I had the luxury of being able to do that. And but, but I we totally started, downplayed that. And we just started this conversation. You said, I don't have a lot to bring to this conversation, but that job of being a stay-at-home mother yeah. is so much more work than working in, I mean, it really is. I can tell you, I stayed home with Evan for a few months and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have got to go back to work. This is way more, yep. way more work. So let me ask you this though. When you have a problem with a business <clears throat> and you have to deal with a woman or a man to solve your problem, who would you rather speak to? I guess I don't really, it wouldn't bother me either way. What's your point? I just feel like um, women are, and I'm going to go on the opposite end here. I feel like women are always trying to prove something to other women instead of trying to prove something to themselves. You oh, know what well, I mean? What, where I was coming from was if I had an issue and I needed to speak to somebody about it, I, my assumption would be I should talk to a woman because she's going to try to make this work. Whereas, then this is being very generalized, but a man would say, we'll figure it out. And I just feel like that whether it's uh, an issue around the house or it's an issue in a business, that in general, women are going to try to be more accommodating. Well, I actually, and I'm going to go the other side on that and say, you know, I have my own business and I have accountants and I have a lot of women that work for me. And it was a lot harder to have conversations with women yes. a lot, it's because a lot of them are, are more emotional yes. and a lot of them would get upset. I'm like, this is the fact mm-hmm. I, I'm not that way. I, I you know, I, I don't mean this, it's black and white. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what you did. You didn't do it. So right. we need to deal with that situation. And they're like, and the women are like, Oh, well, I had this issue. And I had this issue. And I had this issue. Yeah. Men wouldn't make excuses. Wouldn't, no. But I think we're generalizing a whole lot yeah. about like this person has a vagina. So they automatically act this way. This person has a right. penis. He acts this way. Cause yeah, I'll absolutely. tell you, when I owned the daycare, I was, um, Chris called me the hatchet because I would fire people, but it wasn't because I was a woman. It was because I, as a human being, do not have patience. So I suck at that. And, and it's funny, as an outside human being, I'm, as a friend, is like not in work space environments. I am very like accommodating. I probably say yes too often, but when it comes to work, I want to get this shit done. I want to do it the right way. And if you can't do it, I don't have time to like, fuck with you right and it's funny because chris outside of work is very like this is how it is this is what has to be done but within work he's a lot more empathetic and he's really good at coaching people and working with them and so i'm not sure you know i feel like we're getting a little like well women are this and men are this and i'm not yeah. sure that i agree with that right. i think it's a personality of the specific person i think so yeah, too i get that I, I i agree and i was being very general but i i was thinking more like you have a problem and you call a company mm-hmm. and you that's want it. them to work it out, help you work it out. Yeah. I mean, well, that's true. You're going to get more. When I we were think. in Vegas and I was dealing with my room situation, it, I walk up to oh, the counter. The way, you owe me three grand. I owe you a lot. And, you. and me too. Yeah. Um, we walk up, I walked to the counter and there were three women and two men and, 
And I remember I looked at all five of them and I was like, <laughs> that's the one I want to work yeah, with. Exactly. And I just know. And it was this woman. And I was like, I can just tell out of the yep. five, she's going to be able to help me. I got someone else. They fucked around. I was all upset. I come back to the counter. That person helped me and we got it all squared up. So it was more like I could just read her personality yes. and... I could tell she was going to be the one that could work shit out for me. And, you know, the funny thing is, though, is I guess in, like, my line of business, because I own my own restaurant, and, Shout you know, when people... Jan's Village Pizza. <laughs> but when, you know, when people aren't happy or they don't get the answer they want with me, well, let me talk to who's in charge. Mm. I mean, still to this day, I'm in charge. And it's like they're not getting what they want, you know, and I'm, you know, so, and it's like, well, I want to talk to the owner. I'm the owner. Well, who's above you? <laughs> you know, it's, it's like that kind of stuff, you know, like, or are you wanting, who, who are you wanting? And I, and I love that in my Best Buy days when they ask for a manager at the front, you know, they'd be complaining about something, ask for a manager and one of the assistant managers would come up and it would be a guy and they would be talking to them and they're like, well, we want to talk to your boss. And they're like, okay. And so I'd come up and they're like, well, no, who's your boss? And I'm like, yeah, I'm it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you've got no one be above me. And then yeah. their whole mentality changed. So let me ask you this. Do you think that was because you're a woman or because people just want what they want? So they're going to constantly try to find whoever's going to give them the right answer. That's exactly what it is. I, I don't know. That. I don't know that that's I true. I mean, it, I think it, to some degree, you know, and I, th I think to some to some degree that again it's not saying your bullshit is okay right it's they, not okay but they would actually say to me i want to talk to the man that's in charge and i'd be like i am the man that's in charge i'm the woman in charge yeah and i, I haven't had that i would but, say when i owned my business and it was the nature of the business i had the same 115 kids coming every day so right. everybody knew i was the boss right. so no one ever tried to go over me so i don't have that same right experience well let's go down another path here i think and i think the sexualization in the workforces in the workplace is something that I think I would have thought had changed and you know I left the workforce I and started my own business so I haven't dealt with it in 20 years but I was talking to someone else who was telling me just a few years ago they actually work in the staffing industry and they had a co-worker that for whatever reason literally text them sent them a text and said I want to fuck you let's together get together and fuck and I'm like oh my gosh how could they even I'm like well did you did you go to HR and she actually said, you know what? I can't. She goes, because it'll look badly on me and and the the negative implications, what will come back to me, it'll make my life harder. And that's not right. Did she say, hey, I'm not interested? She absolutely did to the, to the guy. But, but she shouldn't, she have, shouldn't have, to. have to. Like, if no one should approach I don't you know. I mean, like, how would I have met Brian? I mean, like, if I'd have been like, hey, man, I think you're hot. I want to well, get with you. Not really. No, I think that's very and different. may or may not have been prior to BK, but um, what, what's what is BK? BK? Brian, Brian Kirchhoff. Oh, oh. Okay. um, I we there may have been some hanky panky in the workplace, but I'm just saying though that like it's not a crime. I mean, if you're interested in somebody I and you want to, I mean, I think casual sex. If you're single and want to do it. How are you going to know? Okay, because there is a way to approach somebody and there's right. a way to not approach somebody. Number one, you have to be able to read the situation, right? So you have to have some level of knowledge that this person's interested in you. Like, I, if someone sent me that text at work, I would be like, 
absolutely not. Like, I cannot believe you talk to me like this. It would exactly. Be so but you would say that to them. Right. But, 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 yeah. but, but you so should. It's like when someone, when you go to a restaurant and you have a server, you're not like, oh, hey, you're so hot. Like, you brought me three drinks. That was so tight. Let me give you my number and rub your dick a little bit. Like, because they're just doing their I'm, job. They're being kind to you because they're being paid to be g- kind I, to you. Okay, you know okay but so let's, so let's continue on down the story. Pre-BK. So she continues. Right. Let's continue down the story. Yes. Down the story. And she says, I am not interested. Please don't talk to me like this. Perfect. If he does it again. If he does it again. That's harassment. Yeah, but I don't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm circling back to don't do it in the first fucking place. Like, I just right. don't think. I mean, what if your signals are crossed? What if I'm like, hey. I really like you, and I want to get with you, and you're offended by that. I wouldn't be if you came to me. But if I sent you a message and said, "Hey, I'm really," you have to let it. You know, people make assumptions. They want to. I mean, I feel like I did better when I met Brian. You know what I mean? But had I been, I mean, like I was like, "Hey, I think you're like the shit." I mean, I want to get with you. But you and you know what? With him. But I had worked with people before him that we had done some I'm cocktails. But I'm saying that like but some people know and some people yes, but it wasn't it wasn't harassment and if you say harassment hey, or, whether you want to call it harassment or not, it's completely inappropriate. I yeah, I'm gonna dig my heels in the sand just because when you are in an environment where you guys are working together and you have to see this person every day, you no longer can freely like, if I'm walking down the street and someone's like, hey, I want to fuck you, I'd be like, go fuck yourself, don't talk to me. And then I walk away. But someone I have to go into the office and see every day, Some and, and if a guy, if I'm at work and a guy's like, hey, you're so hot, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not interested, it's still going to make it awkward every day that I got to go into that job and I got to see this guy, and it's never going to be the same, and it's never going to be as well, easy to work with that person Okay, again. so if he's that bold to do that, and you say, hey, go fuck yourself, He's going to be like, okay, man, hey, it's, we're cool. I mean, that's what it's going to be th- if they're that I, I bold. I personally would just be sitting there every day like, mm-hmm. like just the knowledge of all of that. And it's like, if someone is attracted to you, they're not just going to stop being attracted to you because you said you're not attracted to them. So then it's just awkward and uncomfortable. And I got to like sit in meetings where this guy's at and I know how he feels and I don't feel that way. And I just feel like. But then if you're nice to him all the time and he has these feelings then he might get different feelings and be like, oh, you're so nice to me all the time. I really feel like we should, you know, get together. Then you're like, wow, you know, instead of him just being, I'd rather be like, hey, somebody's like, hey, I want to um, go outside and color with you. I would be like, yeah, yes, but, you, you but I'm sorry, I'm not interested, but, you can't but thanks. Work and not be nice to people. And so you're, so what, what you're describing is a situation where there's no choice but to have mixed messages because I have to be kind to you because I'm your coworker. So then if you're saying, if I'm still nice to him, he's going to interpret it a certain way. No, I mean, before you said, if you, if he hadn't said that to you, like if he doesn't come up and say, hey, I want to get with you. Let's say he doesn't say anything at all, but he has these feelings. Like, I mean, let's just take um, a guy that I used to work with pre-BK. And I was infatuated with this man. I was like, man, he is so completely hot. I mean... And if I would have went up and been like, I think you are just so freaking hot and I want to get with you. And even like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. I'd have been like, I'm out. Okay, cool. No, not a big deal. And, you know, he wasn't interested. And it was fine. We continued working for years together. 
Okay, not I a big just deal. say one thing, and that's yes. that you keep saying pre-BK, and all I can see is the BK killer, so it's really messing with my brain. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all I can hear is Burger King, and, and I'm getting he, really Oh, my gosh. Angry. He was the BTK killer, though. BTK. I know, but that's all I can, and my brain is still not connecting. Um, Have it your way. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think we're exhausting this topic. My point to this is that people are still making these comments that, regardless of how much we put out there that sexual harassment is not okay and how many programs these companies have, it still happens and people still feel uncomfortable reporting it. And it's uh, it's disrespectful and it's unprofessional. And usually I I agree with what you say and on this one... Uh-uh. I know that, but here's my thing. If you say something off-color, like I tell a lot of off-color jokes. In a work, but in a professional workplace, you should not do that. But here's my thing, though. And if somebody didn't say, hey, I didn't, don't really like those jokes... I'd be like, cool, I won't say them anymore. But if you went straight above me and were like, I am harassed by her joke. Well, you didn't tell me it's harassment. You laughed at it. But it's, oh, so it, you, but, have, you don't have a problem with, you have a problem with somebody being in that situation and going to HR rather than approaching. Yeah, you, first you got to say, hey, I don't them. like that. Then if they continue, that's harassment. But if you don't know that what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, but in 2023, as an adult human being, you then you should wrong. know that it's speaking wrong. off color to your coworkers is wrong. Yes, and there should be I'm a I'm a boss, so I never get to call, talk off color to my people. Right. So I can't. So you have if an you had a kid in your kitchen uh-huh. going up to the girls in the kitchen like, Hey, see this in my pants? It's my dick. I want to fuck you. Would you be like, no, it's fine, girls. You should have just told him, don't say that again. Or would you be like, um, okay. what the Le- fuck is wrong? So different you? situation. If, um, if they're of age, everybody's of age. Let's do that. And some guy goes up and be like, hey, I really want to get with you. I want to blah, blah, blah. And they came to me. I'd be like, okay, you need to go and you need to tell him to stop. And if he doesn't stop, it's harassment. That's, and that's the, that is the legit thing of harassment you cannot be harassing somebody if you don't know that you know what i mean if they haven't said stop you know i don't agree i agree i mean i okay, do okay so we beat this down. all right yeah. i'm just saying though that that's but i mean i feel like you, you know owe what? that person to say stop we want you all to weigh in so make sure that you comment on our episode and let us know what you think about this topic right because if you said something if you say something too about a person or you say something or you say shut the fuck up dumbass yeah, but this and is then I'd be like, "Fuck that." This is what I'm a out. friend group, though. You know what I mean? No, but I'm just saying. Situation. I'm just saying right. in any situation. Why but is it different in work be, and because and out? work is it's like why you don't wear a crop top to work, but you can to the grocery store right. or the mall. There are different rules that. If govern I looked the like you, business. I'd be wearing a crop top to work and everywhere. Lies. So, <laughs> but I mean, like, but you know what I'm saying though is like if you don't tell somebody that what they're doing is wrong, and they haven't. I mean, if they continue to do it over and over, I feel like that's it. But I think we're so sensitive no, to it, everything. I mean, it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be the girl who's I'm sorry, 18 years old. I'm sorry, you shouldn't have to and, say right. it's wrong. It's just wrong. Okay, so I got one. Okay. voted. <laughs> am I, though? Am I really? If, I mean, but what if he was Jimmy really hot and you were into him? So, so Let's okay. do it that way. Let's okay. do it that way, though. What if he was really freaking cute, you were into him, he was into you at work, and he's like, hey, I really want to get with you. And you're like, yeah, bet. Still I would say this is. But would you go to HR? I think. Would it, you go? No, no, no. Wait, listen. Would, no, would no, you go to? It, would you go to HR? In any situation, you would go to HR if you didn't. If you liked, if he was but like. I, but I'm a super aggressive, assertive woman. 
Yes. Some women are not, Kimmy. Yes, but here's you are thing. too, but that, but, but no, 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 what I'm saying is. It makes them uncomfortable and they, they don't know how to. No, but what I'm saying is though, what I'm saying is though, is that you're saying they should go to, they should go to HR if somebody says, Hey, I want to get with you. But if you have, if you're like, man, he is kind of hot. And he said that to you, you wouldn't go to HR. I think, you got to go to HR. It's that's where we're yes, in the I wrong think, thing. I think yes, if, because I think anytime you cross lines during work, it's not okay. If that guy, if we all go out for drinks after work and we're sitting at the end of the table and he's like, you know, for a while I've been digging you. Okay. And, and I mean, anybody, but if we're like at the office, if he's emailing me, texting me on my work phone, I just don't think it's okay. So it's not okay. So that makes, okay. So you're saying if they were out and he sent that, in a non-work environment, if someone can talk to you in a re- in a respectful and adult manner, non-work, not during the workday, not on your work phone, not in your but work you're still email. coworkers. If you are out, say you're going out for drinks after work, you have officially exited the workplace environment. So, but you still have to work friend, with them. But if your friend is at the at cocktails after work and this guy says, "Hey, respectfully." I've, I want to get I've, with I've you. been talking, I've been like noticing you and I think, and then you shut them down. I think it's a completely different situation because you're taking it outside of the workplace environment. Now I think anywhere in any capacity, if someone's like, fuck, I want to fuck you. But like, like, first of all, don't talk to me like that anyway, out, like in, wow. in work or not in work. So there's definitely lines that can be crossed regardless of the situation. But if you did want to approach your coworker, I would say it would have to be off the clock off of any type of work situation and it would have to be supremely respectful so in that i'm going to just counter again because i feel like this is something that is a is an important thing so he says that to you you're not into him correct you have to still work together how awkward is that i mean it's still incredibly awkward and it would make so we should never have said it so but here's my thing so but then if you are into him but he doesn't know that and he says something to you if you go to him and if you go, if somebody comes up and says that to you and you don't like him, you're saying go to HR. And if you do like him, don't go to HR. No, no I didn't nobody say that said that. I'm saying. Go to if, HR if you do like him and go to HR no, if you don't like him. I'm saying. Anybody that, no anybody that sends anything. a text message to another coworker and says, I want to get to, I want to fuck you, should absolutely be able to defend themselves and go to HR. And yes, a lot they of, should. Regardless of how they feel about right. the person. But if she was into that person. It's and, still offensive. But no, but but if she was into that person and he sent the same one, she's like, I really like him too. And he's like, hey, I really want to fuck you. And Jimmy, I think you're the one that's the only one here that's okay with someone. No, but, but no, no, what I'm saying is it's not about that. But if she was into it, it and is. he said that, then she should still go to HR. Yes. 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 And, but she was into not, it. Because he's that's not, not capable of demonstrating that he can But if handle she a, liked him. It, it doesn't not, matter. But what if she didn't want to go to HR? Okay, okay, we're done with this But no, but I'm just saying, you guys are saying it's one of two, it's like two different things, when I'm saying that it's okay if she's into him, but it's not okay. You're saying that, we're not saying that. she's not saying into not okay him, ever. but you're saying go to HR, but if... You're starting to my ears. But you know what I mean? Like, but I don't should. get it. I just don't, I'm not... <laughs> okay. There is never a situation, what we're saying, that someone that you work with should approach you in that manner. Ever. And ever. if they do, ever. then you, you just go, go and say, HR. hey, don't fucking talk to me that way. Bottom line. That may be what you would do, but a lot of other people would not. Feel they'd feel uncomfortable. They, to, yeah, yeah, they'd go yeah. over your head instead of just saying, hey, man, I'm no, that's not even. No, I would say it to them and then exactly. I'd go to HR. That's exactly right. But what if you're a very timid uh, person who is like my daughter, Katie? 
who would feel uncomfortable with that. What if it's your boss? What if it's a supplier? What if it's somebody right, that right. has power Then you, you tell them. What if you're afraid of losing your job that you need very badly? Then you go get another job. Okay. You're going to okay. do that okay. forever. Okay. Right. Okay. I, no, but I mean, seriously, though, but like, if, if your boss is doing that and you don't like it and you said, hey, I don't like it when you do that, why would you continue to work for somebody because who did that? Because you shouldn't HR have to. And HR have to, should eliminate But you're still going to be working for no, him. because if HR is competent, that person would be no longer working there because right. of sexual harassment and all the things or that you Or they wouldn't have people reporting to them. They'd be in some other capacity. But I think this couldn't. is a good topic. I mean, I know you guys are like totally against this, but I'm saying give the person and be like, hey, man, don't don't talk hey. like that. Okay. Okay. So uh, we're so, done with that. So I'm going to bring up another topic. Yes. Thank you. What about women feeling like they have to be a super mom and the perfect employee? I mean, I can tell you that when I had Sarah, I literally was in the delivery room signing checks. Someone brought me a pile of checks that I had to sign to pay because... I didn't feel like I could legitimately take completely take off for a maternity leave That's because a because of my position it was uncomfortable and I think that that's pretty common maybe that's just me no I bet it is very common. I mean as a, as the CFO of the company what what do I do let me ask you this I would have said I'm having a baby this time uh, get my contingency plan in place. I, honey, I didn't know I was having a baby at that time. She came four weeks early. Okay, but you plan, <laughs> I mean, but you know, it's like, hey, I need you to step up now. Who was your contingency plan? And then you put them, say, hey, I need you to step in. My sister went into labor five weeks early. I had a contingency plan at work. They didn't agree with it, but, <laughs> you know, and, but, you know, and I told them ahead of time, hey, I'm going to be off these two weeks. And, you know, so here's but, who but was my, supposed my, to. But my point in this is yes. if, if it had been a man, would it have been different? So, you know, so, I, there's lots of times that well, I he wouldn't have been having a baby. Sarah, I took off to take Sarah. <laughs> but, but if I, and this is where the United States, in my, in my opinion, completely falters because other countries have paternity leave and the husband actually, the that father actually gets off. So not what? gets off, but gets I was going to say, off. he got off because he's getting on mater paternity leave. What I will say <laughs> is I... I had Stella on a Friday, luckily, um, and the hospital had pork chops, which I was like, I'm having this baby on a Friday so I can get these damn pork chops. They were surprisingly delicious. What? Um, I had been in the hospital previously, and I had the pork chops, and I was like, I'm getting these motherfucking pork chops. So anyways, I had Stella on a Friday, so I had Chris Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He went back to work on Monday. Um, so I can't speak to what you are saying necessarily because I wasn't working at the time, but what I will say is my brother works for a tech company. And my, when my niece was born, he got three we, three months paid paternity leave. That's cool. Because yeah. even even if it's not that not that the father needs to spend time with the baby, which absolutely the father should. Mm -hmm. That's how you build a relationship with a child. But even if it's not that, I needed help. Mm -hmm. When I had three kids, yeah. When I was on kid number three, and Susie, you can relate to this. When I was on kid number three, those kids were still there. The older kids, when the third baby came, you got to take care of the baby and you're not sleeping. And you got you to get up in the middle of the night because your husband's still got to go to work, right? Exactly. So yeah. I think we, and then I think as women, we. But I, I will say, um, not to, sorry, poo-poo on what you're saying, because my mom came and stayed with me for two weeks while we were trying to settle in. But after those two weeks, Chris and I had a conversation that, yeah, you're going to the office every day, but I'm working just as hard being home with this baby every mm -hmm. day. So we're going to alternate. Waking up in the middle of the night because Brosef, I'm gonna need some help. Yeah, well, I mean, and I think and, and that's and what I, it Bob, is. And Bob did help, but my point is just that the expectation 
hasn't changed for women in the workplace versus men in the workplace. I don't. Think. I would say where I think the the unfortunate piece of it is, is that a man can uh, that a woman has a baby and then the man bebops right back to work and continues on their career path, where regardless of what your job title is, you just it's significantly more difficult mm-hmm. to continue on your career path as a woman because you do have to think of all these side things now that are related to the kids. And and while I have a fantastic husband who did take off for stuff like when the kids were sick and that kind of thing, I think it definitely affected me at work. And I always felt guilty. So if I took off to take Sarah to a softball tournament, Mm -hmm. right, I worked from there because I felt like I I felt, and and it's probably just pressure I put on myself. And I think that we as women do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I felt like I couldn't not work. So um, I mentioned earlier that I was an assistant marketing person. I moved my way up. I have this job I have now. And I've told Chris before, like, I'm, I, th- I feel like I'm finally just now starting into, like, my career because I did spend so long yes. being home, being the person that, t- I mean, someone has to take the kid to school and to, has to watch her while some, the other person's working, has to take her to doctor's appointments, orthodontist appointments, and really... Um, at this point, Chris is very, 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 very much further in his career than I am. Uh, but like I took this new job and I did call him really frustrated a couple weeks ago. And I said, you have to be home when they replace our windows. Cause I've already taken Stella to the doctor this week. I've already taken her to the orthodontist this week. I also can't keep taking off from work because I too have a job. But, right. but then there's the part where the other part of you that feels guilty. So when I'm working then I feel guilty cause I'm not spending time with the kids. So it's like, there's no, so I guess and me not having kids, but valuing my time right. with my friends, my family. Um, you know, I think it is one of those things where we work, 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 work. But then again, if you didn't work. Right. And I'm all You know, about- they're going to still go on. Everything is going to continue right. on. It's like, so women, I think, or people in general, not even women. I mean, because, you know, we look at the, you know just we we sit there and we work 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 and i was sitting there the other day and i'm like why am i not why am i why am i trying to figure out how i can work in this because well, you know and that's a, that's a difference between us and other countries too yeah i you mean get three months of vacation yes. a year and they take a full month of yes. holiday yes i want a full month of holiday now, and you could say, take it right. i've been i'm a huge 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 proponent and i'm gonna say this everybody listening take this with a massive grain of salt of work-life balance but i'm in a position where my husband makes so much more money than i am that i can say I'm going to take a lower paying job so that I only have to work 25, 30 hours a week so that I can have work-life balance. And I appreciate that not everybody's in that situation. Right. And that's why I say I feel like I was really lucky that I was able to stay home when my girls were little, when they were growing up the whole time. And But I do remember the first year after Grace was born and I was at a point in my career that I was really digging it and was being successful had just gotten a promotion and I told my boss I wanted to work part-time so I worked five mornings a week and then I was home in the afternoon but I still had my whole job to do I only had half the time to do it it. so I was in the position where I know Jen all you guys have been all these working moms have been in where when I was at home, I felt guilty because I should be at work. And when I was at work, I felt guilty because I should be home. And I didn't feel like I was doing either one very effectively. 
I think that kind of speaks though to the entire, I mean, not, I mean, it's just the job force period, right? Like I have this job now Mm -hmm. and we're, Mm -hmm. it's a very successful company. We market to 17 different clients. We all do a great job and there's so much flexibility and there's so much balance. We don't have set vacation because if you want to take time off, just take time off. And when I go on vacation, I've had the job for a month and a half. I've taken like three weeks off already. (laughs) I work a little bit from home, but they're so good at you know, work-life balance They're Like Friday, last Friday, the owner said, oh my God, it's Friday. If you're here past two o'clock, I'm going to be pissed. Should have stayed past two. I wouldn't be all banged up. Um, but, and my brother, like I said, works for a tech company and they have unlimited vacation days. And so I think some of what we're saying isn't necessarily specifically women in the workforce. It starts trending into America's workforce is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Because we can't like for an industry, you know, because you have that luxury. Yeah. I can't because I own a restaurant. I can't be like, right. hey, we're out for three weeks. I mean, I could, but then there goes the money that I'm responsible for for other people's salaries, um, business, because, you know, you have to stay open right. as far as restaurants go. Sure. And, you know, it's like, so I don't, you know, I think it goes into industry. I don't have that luxury. Right. You know, it's, I would love to tell people, be like, oh, you know what? Hey, don't worry about coming in today, but I don't have the luxury. I would love to give people three months off a year. I mean, how cool would that be? You know, and be like, hey, but for me, there is no work-life balance. I mean, it's just not, it's not a possible thing. What I try to do is to make, um, to make it so that I enjoy still working and go on my vacations and do that. I try to do it as much as possible, but there's really not a work-life balance in this industry. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's a good transition point. Maybe our next topic or one of our upcoming topics should be about just the straight up workplace in America. But I think for now we've probably exhausted this topic of women in the workforce. (laughs) So, um, I just, I just want to come back to the one thing, which is I don't, I honestly do not think it's changed that much from 25 years ago. So I can't speak to that because yeah, I've only know. been working for like eight years of my life. But can I tell you though, when I did do, um, there was a conference and we went to in Vegas and one of the things was women owned, uh, pizzerias and I was like, yes, let's go. Because, you know, I get energized by other female business owners, restaurant owners. I mean, you know, because how often do you see that? Yeah. I mean, I think as a whole, we as a society, women in society need to pump up women who are working. I mean, you see all the time on Facebook debates. What's harder? Being a working mom or a stay-at-home mom? Why are we even having these conversations? Yeah, you shouldn't be. Why aren't we just saying, like, you're a woman, you're fierce, yeah, yeah. Go you, like we support you no matter what. But when we have these great <laughs> debates, we still love each other. And that's true because we respect each other's opinions. Even though I don't really think they respect my opinion right now. Thank you for it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and we look forward to having you join us again soon in the future. <laughs>